The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson from previsible.io. Joining me today is Julia Nestres, who is the CEO at Jet Octopus. Jet Octopus is the next-gen all-in-one tech SEO platform for large-scale websites and digital agencies. Jet Octopus is dedicated to empowering every SEO with an outstanding tool set to increase revenue from organic traffic. So Julie and I talked about technical SEO as the foundation of growth, and today we're continuing the conversation, and we're going to be discussing measuring and maximizing SEO's ROI. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. So with that, here's my conversation with Julia Nestres, CEO at Jet Octopus. Julia, welcome back to the podcast. Hi. Hi, Dyson. I'm happy to be here. No, yesterday we covered a ton of ground. We were kind of up on the soapbox preaching the importance of technical SEO and being really that foundation point. Today we're going to kind of continue the conversation in some ways and we're going to talk more about the ROI. And obviously any company, whether you're on the agency side, on the in-house side, is making these investments to improve ROI. And so I think with that framework and thinking about technical SEO, thinking of the tool sets, 
we use, like it has to be the foundation point for a lot of our work. Because if we're losing sight into what the return on investment is on our efforts, we're kind of losing sight into like, well, why are we going through this? Like, yes, we want to get our content and our word out into the world and we want to drive more listeners to it. But I hate to say it, but like reality of the world, there's always a motive or a driving factor behind that. And so I think this is a good reminder, a refresher to those SEOs of thinking about measuring and maximizing ROI. Because regardless, if you're an agency and you're trying to justify your retaining fee, your hourly costs, however your billing structure is, or if you're on the in-house side and you're trying to get budget, you're trying to get resources, you're trying to get sprints dedicated to your initiatives, it always has to come back to the same principle. So maybe to start things off, and I tend to start all the episodes in the same way, can you set the foundation for the listeners of, you know, before we get into maximizing, how should we be thinking about measuring the impact or the ROI of SEO? Uh, good question. And uh, I absolutely agree with everything that you just said in terms of if we are making something online, so we have a website, we definitely should take care of SEO since the very first day. So the earlier you start taking care of your SEO, the better. Uh, because you know that SEO, it is a little bit long-term strategy, not so short-term as like Google Ads, let's say. But from the other side, it is the ROI increaser for your business always. So this is the SEO. This is the channel of free visitors to your website. And it should be not only the visitors, it should be buyers. And this is the main thing. Uh, This is the main thing why and what we will be discussing uh, when we will be talking about the budgets for SEO. Uh, we will be making estimations of the previous periods, what was spent on SEO and what results there were. I uh, strongly recommend for the SEO managers, either it is the agencies or the in-house teams, to take care not only about the number of organic visitors we get, but to take care about the sales we get from the SEO channel, because this is different things and uh, totally different strategies here in the SEO. So if we only target the number of increasing visitors, we can make a lot of new pages, new content creation, increasing our semantics, etc. And it will be indexed quickly it will bring new visitors etc and our organic traffic visitors criteria will be increasing always but it is business and uh, it doesn't have any sense if it is just increasing visitors because i don't care about these new visitors by the way i care about uh, new sales so what concrete value to the business it brought And uh, at the end of the day, I will be analyzing the concrete numbers. So I spent, let's say, like 30K per year for the SEO, for the tools, for the developers' works, etc. So I spent the concrete money and uh, like the agency contract was like 15K, whatever. So I spent 30 or 50K 
dollars. And it brought me 1,000K more visitors. So what? I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Why should I spend more? If it brought me 60K more sales, it really changes the game, you know? It changes the topic of the conversation. It changes the priority uh, for the SEO works, you know? When you make your traffic channel positive in terms of economics, when we are speaking about the concrete numbers, the money spent on the SEO and the money brought by the SEO, the conversation really changes. You don't. You you should stop talking about SEO as long term, not predictable. We cannot make any forecasts, etc. Uh, this is 2024 already. So a lot of really powerful correlating tools that make your SEO visualized, that make your SEO understandable, doable, and predictable at the end of the day. That's why the first advice is to make the main criteria uh, the number of sales from your traffic channel, from the organic traffic channel. When you start from that point, your strategy changes. So then you go first to your site structure and to uh, the pages that actually generate the sales. So you pick up all these pages and uh, you want them. So the number one task for you to get these pages visited by search bots. If they are not visited by search bots, they will never get ranked. They will never be indexed and ranked. They will never bring you any visitors, any sales ever. So your works of optimizations, they narrow to these concrete pages, which the main focus is on these concrete pages. And then you visualize which part of these pages are visited by search bots, which part of these visitors are ignored with the, with the help of log analyzer overlapped on the crawl data. You will understand the SEO opportunities, what have to be changed on those ignored commercial pages so to attract the search bots there. And when you build your SEO strategy this way, it increases the ROI of your SEO, you know, because when you come to the team asking to make these optimizations and you have to be persuasive and you will be persuasive when you talk in uh, the business terms, not in the SEO terms. I don't care about the SEO terms. The developers hate SEO works because it is really boring. The marketing teams, they don't like the SEO task because they don't understand the impact. Because when speaking about the, uh, let's say, the PPC campaigns, they clearly understand. When we increase the budget two times, we will have more sales for this percentage. So this is the clear thing. And if the marketing team doesn't understand the impact, the holder of the business will not bring you, give you these budgets, you know. That's why you have to speak in the business terms. When you come and say that we have to make these optimizations because it will increase the site visibility for search bots. So right now there are like 15% of the pages, of the commercial pages, they are ranked in Google. They already bring us such number of sales. And 75 of commercial pages are ignored. So to attract search bots there, we have to make this type of works. And within a month after these optimizations are launched, it will 
increase the number of visited pages by search bots. It will increase the number of ranked pages. And in a month, we will definitely see the increase of sales because the more pages will be there. You know, the more pages ranked, the more curious are fitting the user's intent and the more sales will be there. Uh, so this is different uh, conversation. This is not uh, this type of talks. I need to fix the href lengths on a page. And only you understand what that means and not all the time, actually. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think one of the best takeaways in that is really the focus on the business's bottom line. And we need to get away from talking about the SEO jargon and also like I know it's super, super common in SEO to the famous SEO line of, oh, it depends. But if you're outside of the SEO world, you hate that term. Like no executive wants to hear it depends. Like they're looking to make a judgment call on where do I spend my budget? Do I spend it on SEO where it depends on what the return is going to be? Or do I spend it on paid search where they can give me a clear answer of what the return is going to be? The reality is everyone's making guesses and estimates. No channel within marketing has absolute truth of what the return is going to be. Yes, in SEO, we have more uncontrollable factors, but it's just part of the game. And when you're having those conversations, you have to have confidence. You have to have conviction into this is going to be the impact. And at this point, we have enough tools to also get to what those estimates are. And so I think when you're talking amongst colleagues internally, if you're on the agency side, yeah, debate, talk, challenge, throw all the things out there that it depends on to have your most concrete answer. But when you're going to upper management, when you're in the pitch, remove those ambiguities. Because I feel like as an SEO industry, we're not doing ourselves a service by saying it depends or treating it like 
it's in this black box. Like we have to have the conviction, which then can create the buy-in. And one of the the greatest challenges or the frustrations that you hear again and again and again from SEOs is I'm tired of fighting for resources. I'm tired for getting buy-in on budget. And so much of it, in my opinion, comes back to this, how well you can show business value, how much confidence you can give to the business that it's a reliable or dependable channel to invest in. Because it was sheer numbers, like SEO should have, if not the best, (laughs) like by a significant margin, it should have one of the best ROIs or the best ROI out of any marketing channel if compared head to head. Like the return on ad spend or return on investment of SEO versus paid search, SEO should always win that in a head to head battle in that sense. Paid gets so much more budget because it's so much more predictable or so much easier to digest. So I don't know. Again, I'm a little bit on on the soapbox here, but I think it's really important for SEOs to remember and to think of this. Yes, absolutely. And actually, I think that the paradigm should change because the majority of SEOs, they keep following one and the same scenario and it doesn't have actually a lot of differences at the end of the day during the workflow, then uh, fighting for these budgets, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they start from some concrete optimizations, let's say like 404 errors or empty titles or whatever. Uh, so they find something in on-page SEO, which is not like uh, perfect. Okay, this is not perfect. And they start diving from the very first step, they start diving into correcting all these errors. But actually, that can be not uh, the high priority things. That's why they don't have this big impact at the end of the day. That's why after three months of such works with no impact, you lose the authority. You know, you lose the authority during these discussions fighting for the resources, fighting for the budgets, etc. That's why you have to change the scenario for SEO workflow. So that's why for the last at least three or four years, uh, we are shouting really loudly at Geroctopus that log analyzer should be at hand always. Because uh, when you are working on SEO, the search bots, this is your main customer. Not the new content just because the new content. Not uh, the unique titles just because the unique titles should be unique, you know. The main customer is the Google search bot. And you have to visualize his behavior at your website. You have to understand the changes of its behavior on your website. You have to make friends with Google search bot. You have to truly understand what he needs, what impacts, what increases and decreases the number of pages visited by SearchBot. And at the end of the day, you learn how to control actually these relationships. And it changes your agenda, actually. The effective SEO, it is not about fixing non-canonical pages. Maybe sometimes... This is the high priority thing because 80% of your pages have the wrong setting for the canonicals. Yes, maybe. 
but the usual workflow looks as following. So you just uh, crawled your website, then you have the really limitless number of URLs uh, with a number of problems on these URLs. And you just jump on these URLs and start fixing like uh, from problem to problem, from problem to problem without understanding if it is the high criticity problem if it really needed works to start so to have the big impact at the end of the day. So to start from the right things, you have to visualize all your on-page SEO opportunities slash problems in a big picture. So you have to visualize all your problems by categories with the number of pages it has. So if you spend like three months for fixing non-canonical pages, unicalizing your titles, fixing four four errors, and it took you three months. And at the same time, 50% of your website actually is closed from indexation. Come on, guys. All of those works didn't have any, any sense, you know? But you spend the time, you spend the resources, you spend the budget, and no results. That's why you have to... Uh, at Geroctopus... We just changed this paradigm since the very beginning of Geroctopus because actually that was born from our own pain. We used to have a big website for 5 million pages and we faced the need to make the technical on-page SEO audit. And at the end of the day, we've got this tool like Geroctopus. So uh, we changed this uh, workflow since the very beginning. When you when your website is crawled in Geroctopus, the first chart you face is all your problems by categories. So you have, let's say, like one, one million pages website. Uh, you have these red columns like HTML problems, links problems, content problems, indexation problems, all type of on-page SEO problems. The scale of this problem. So if the indexation only like 5% of your pages have, we don't start even here. If the HTML, like 80% of your website has the HTML problem, so you will spend not a lot of resources for fixing it, but it will have impact because 80% of the pages have this problem, you know? That's why you have to work with this scale. So you you have to start your on-page SEO optimizations uh, with the problems which has the highest, the biggest scale on your website. The, number, the biggest number of pages has this problem. In this way, it will have the bigger impact. Absolutely. <laughs> Hitting a home on that point too of like the KPIs that we're looking to measure or prioritize efforts and looking you know, to your points of the pages that are generating revenue or actually have that purchase intent, I feel like that's going to be something that should have always been very apparent in SEO. But in the coming months, weeks, this year, as it unfolds, I feel like it's going to become more and more apparent. And I think a lot of people, especially in, in the US, tons of chatter, tons of talk about Google SGE, what is going to happen to the traffic coming from search? Are we going to lose all of our visitors because they're going to get what they wanted from the Google search page? And I think, yeah, a lot of websites probably will have a significant impact to their overall traffic. 
but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to have a huge impact into their revenue. And so I think if you're looking at it and the way you're communicating SEO within an organization isn't just on, hey, we had this many visitors, we had this many clicks, we had this many users coming to it, but also like, well, what was the business value derived, whether it's revenue, if you're in an e-commerce sense, leads, if you're SaaS, like whatever it is, that should be an element in it. And sure, overall traffic can be a leading indicator to it. But if you're only reporting on one KPI and it's traffic, then if you lose traffic from some of these SERP integrations, SGE, whatever it is, you're not going to have that much of a narrative to tell the organization. It's going to create a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty. And now we're back into this SEO's unpredictable kind of paradigm. So it's like, yeah, you have to have these different KPIs. And Julia, to your point, like having your eyes focused on what the bottom line impact is, and then in using that with the integration of tools to properly prioritize efforts is ultimately what's going to create that efficiency within SEO because the laundry list is never ending. Every SEO should be able to find an endless array of opportunities and things that could be improved. Yes, yes, yes. This is absolutely right. So you just have to understand that you are present in the team or you have this customer as an agency, uh, not just to fit the uh, job vacancy SEO manager and there should be some SEO works because this is the website. So everybody is making SEO. So you just have to understand that you are here not to multiply the SEO tasks because I totally agree that the list of the SEO tasks is limitless. You are here to increase the ROI of business through SEO channel because I absolutely agree that this is the most strategical traffic channel for every business because, yes, it is the long-term strategy from one side, but from the other side, it is free it is comparably free. That's why when you add to your KPIs these sales numbers, your mentality, your mindset changes, really. And your SEO strategy really changes. And you have to make more analytics uh, with those pages already ranked, uh, with those uh, sales which we already have from SEO traffic channel. Uh, you have to analyze the funnel, the flow of the user that bought this month, for example, and you will see, for example, that he entered some article about some value about your business, then uh, he followed some really valuable internal linkage section in the bottom of this article, then he was uh, learning some information characteristics of this product and that product, and then he bought. So as a result of this flow, if we see that half of the sales was brought from this flow, uh, we have to think on creating more of such valuable articles and to make these articles rank as high as possible because this is the best flow for us. This is not the best flow, for example, this is not the best flow for us 
only the product page because this is not enough i don't know not enough information not enough intent for the user at this moment so to buy that's why uh, what i try to say is that you have to take this KPI into one of your most important KPIs, uh, I mean the sales. And then uh, your mindset mindset will change and the SEO tasks that you will be pitching will be different and the result will be different because you will be always controlling the sales and you will be talking with these terms. You will say that for the last quarter, we made this and this optimization it brought us these new pages ranked and 10% of these new pages brought us 10K new sales. This is different conversation. I 100% agree. And I think, again, start of 2024, I wouldn't say that this is a, a new concept, but I think it's a perfect time for that reminder. Keep that in mind when you're going into those, whether it's conversations with your clients, conversations with the executive, the leadership team, because ultimately it's going to help set apart and we have this huge advantage of SEO if we're able to play this game, so to speak. Thank you, Tyson, for inviting me. Please uh, visit Geroctopus and uh, use the free trial option because we have seven days free trial and you can use a lot of tools and get the value up front even without subscribing, etc. You will be able to touch this to such tools like log analyzer and to understand that that's not a techie thing at all. When we speak about Geroctopus log analyzer, you will see how it changes the game actually when you have your crawl data, log analyzer, and GC at one place, and you can merge it in one place and not spend these tons of time in Excel, etc., and make your deep on-page SEO analysis on a regular basis, not just from time to time. And the, with this partial touches, you know, just to grab a bunch of four fours uh, for optimization or to grab a bunch of non-canonical pages. And then we say, why they don't want to bring, to give us the needed resources or the needed budgets, etc. Because it doesn't have any sense. It doesn't have any impact at the end of the day. So welcome to our free trial. Absolutely. It was great chatting with you. So with that, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Julia Nestris, CEO of Jet Octopus, for joining us. If you'd like to contact Julia, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can also contact Julia on Twitter, where her handle is at jnestris, or visit her company's website, jetoctopus.com. Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 